Today, I have a very special one-off episode. I have Janesville local emo rock band Midsummer here, and we are talking their newest EP. This is episode 11. This is Moshmouth. Welcome. Today I am talking to Midsummer. These guys are from Janesville, Wisconsin, just like me. And um, I actually have the entire band here. So thanks so much, guys, for stopping by. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves and uh, what role you play in the band? Yeah, uh, my name is Corgan. I am guitar, vocalist, and do most of the writing. I'm Will. I play bass. Yeah, Will plays bass, like a G. I'm Jake. Uh, I play drums. And together you guys are Midsummer. So I had to ask, so you guys just put out an EP, but before before we get to that, um, how's life been treating you all? I mean, it's been quite the quite the shitstorm this uh, these past, you know, two years with this whole COVID thing. That is yeah. It's insane. It's getting better. It is getting better, yeah. Yeah, it's been a, a rough year and a half to say the least, but um, hopefully there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, I think that they're saying that, uh, I mean, it looks like a lot of concerts and, you know, shows are starting to slowly creep their way back in. So maybe by the end of the year, we can, you know, start going back to shows again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing a few pop up here and there now that it's not full capacity, but it's better than nothing. Right. For sure. And, you know, by the time, you know, the year rolls around or the end of the year rolls around, you know, maybe more people will be vaxxed or whatever. And hopefully we can get back to some decency of, of normal by, by the end of the year. But um, right. have you have you guys been uh, one good thing I noticed about lockdown is that there has been quite a bit of uh, good music being being released. Um, what what have you guys have you guys been listening to anything? Anything cool lately? Uh, Kaunashi dropped an album uh, the same day we released R.E.P. that I've been digging. Okay. I don't think I've heard that one. Uh, it's like it's called uh, was it like Dear Lemon House? Oh, actually, yes, Dear Lemon House. Actually, yes, I did just read a I read a I read a piece on it the other day, and everyone was saying how great it was. I'll have to check that one out. And then Movements dropped their LP, their second LP. Towards that was a while yeah. ago, but yeah, that was that was some good shit. Were you, did awesome. you did you guys enjoy that one? Oh yeah, I loved oh, it. oh yeah, it was, it was on repeat for a solid two months yeah. i mean you guys i know you guys have probably been compared to uh movements quite a bit but you guys do share like a lot of similar sounds so i, I i'm assuming there's a lot of influence there so yeah yeah we definitely self-compare ourselves to them a lot of times as well sure. but i listened yeah, to their easier yeah i listened to their first lp a lot writing this or writing our ep so there's definitely some some uh, inspiration Cool. Well, um, before we dive right into the new EP, I wanted to ask um, you guys a little bit about like your past, maybe for the people that don't necessarily know you guys. Uh, you guys, you guys formed in uh, 2019, right? Yeah. Okay. And uh, where does the uh, where'd you where'd you guys come up with the name uh, Midsummer? <laughs> ah, should have 
I've written some notes I'll about this. Pull up that chat. Right. <laughs> we actually talked about this once before, and I had to. I pulled up the chat log. I was like, "How did we come up with this name?" Uh, from what I remember, there's there was this uh, website called the I think the Dictionary of Obscure Sorrows. It sounds really weird, but it's like it's it's, it's this dude who takes all these emotions that don't have a word for them yet, and then he assigns a word for them. And Midsummer was in there. And I can't remember what the definition of it was, but it had something to do with like the middle point of life when uh, you kind of had to make a decision on what path you're going to go. Like in the middle of summer, a farmer has to harvest his crops, otherwise they'll go bad. So that's some metaphor like that. Okay, cool. So yeah, because I think it was like, it's like another term for the summer solstice, I want to say. is that Does that sound right? That too, yeah. It's like yeah, the, the it's middle like part a of Swedish summer. thing too. Like well, on that, yeah, that whole festival in Sweden that that okay. movie is based around. But so, did you guys? Um, were you guys in? Well, we just talked about this before we started recording. Uh, were you guys in different bands before coming together, like in 2019? I know, like I know, Will, you used to be in, or are maybe still in uh, Middle Age Overdose. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wasn't in a band like directly before we started, but I had been in bands prior to that, and I think we all have. Yeah, so basically, Midsummer's started because Corgan had a bunch of music, um, and then Corgan reached out to me and was like, "Hey, dude, dude, I uh, heard you play drums," and I was like, mm, "Yeah, kind of, <laughs> a little I bit. <laughs> I, I don't know you. Who'd you hear that from? Like, it's kind of weird. Like, I had been posting some random jam videos." Um, and I was like, "No, not really. Like, whatever. Send me the music." And I remember I like fell in love with the music and i was like all right man this stuff's really good if you want to suck for six months i'm down to learn drums even more let's get it going and then we needed like other players corgan knew brady and i had a buddy brandon brady left will started filling in for brandon because his work life schedule couldn't handle the shows uh which is fine he was just super busy we were playing every weekend and we really wanted to not turn on shows so will was filling in and then we kind of just were like will you're in and will's like yeah i'm in and then we stole will gotcha because <laughs> i know because i remember i remember will uh i remember because you used to play in middle-aged and i remember seeing um you know, some posters where middle-aged and uh, midsummer were playing the same shows. So did mm -hmm. you, did you play both sets then? Um, there, I want to say there was like, we only played together a couple times, but there was, there was like one of the times uh, I only played with middle-aged and then there was another show. I, I'm pretty sure where I played, uh, you know, both sets. I think you played both at the Halloween show. At yeah, the Halloween yeah. yeah, that's the one I was thinking about because I, I was going to come to that and then something came up and then I remember seeing both the bands on the bill. So, But the other ones I think Brando was in at the time. Will might have been like learning the songs or something. I don't know. So yeah, I think the one time you did the double set was the Halloween yeah, show, yeah. which was awesome. Yeah, I was going to say that's pretty... I was dope. just upset that I didn't wear two different costumes. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's Post Malone again. Just a quick wardrobe <laughs> change. Be right back. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. We were pretty hyped that yeah uh, we were able to play High Noons. I mean, we look up to that venue, and it's pretty hard to get into. So yeah, that's cool. yeah, that's awesome. I know they're they're still kicking after COVID, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty okay, sure. Cool. 
cool yeah because i know i'm a i i'm gonna i'm hitting a i'm hitting a show up in madison hopefully in october with uh um beach bunny i think oh sick yes i think i think they're playing at the man what i don't remember what venue it was it's Uh, it's the newer one yeah, I think it was majestic. But then didn't it get moved? It got upgraded, I think, to like the bigger. You're talking new about the one. Sylvie? Yeah, the Sylvie. I think it's oh, at the Sylvie. Nice. Now. I'd never been there. I played in a backyard with Beach Bunny in Schaumburg. That's oh, for real? So crazy. Yeah. That's fucking sick, That's dude. That's dope, yeah. That's pretty cool. It's so awesome to see them get what they deserve. For sure. Yeah, it's funny because I saw Beach Bunny about three years ago and a little, little, uh, the house cafe. I think it was down in down in uh, Illinois, and I think yeah. there was probably like maybe twenty five people there, right. and it was it was a fucking awesome show. And then you fast forward three years later, and here they are fucking doing a huge headline tour at the Sylvie. It's like holy uh, shit, goals. So yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty cool to see. But um, yeah, man. So I know you guys uh, you guys have a lot of influences, and uh, Corgan, I, I know you've I know you've said in other like interviews, and other people have asked you that your your personal big influences are like citizen movements and balance, balancing composure. Yeah. Um, is, is that right? Yeah, yeah, definitely for this music. Did you listen to uh, Citizens' uh, new new album? I did. Yeah, um, it's definitely a totally different direction than their older stuff. But it's still yeah, good. I was just gonna I, I was gonna ask you because I mean it was quite the quite the drastic drastic turn, and I know at least from what I've gathered from your influences, you you I'm, you seem to take the influences from from their earlier material. Yeah, um, I don't know how much of the, this album will influence my music, but I did enjoy listening to it. Um, but they kind of haven't put out the same record twice, anyways. It seems to always be a little yeah, bit that's true. So They're, Matt's Matt's a pretty pretty progressive guy when it comes to different styles so yeah i guess it doesn't really surprise me all right uh so will you're the, you're the bass man uh what do you listen to for you know for your inspirations when it comes to playing bass um it's like so early on uh who most inspired me to like pick up a bass was uh like hunter from afi and uh jeff from the used um but uh i don't know as of I don't know, the last few years I've kind of more so listened to kind of more like post-hardcore, uh, I guess melodic hardcore, whatever you want to call it. Okay, sure. Um, like, a, like who? Who's, who's an example? Um, Being as an Ocean and Counterparts have uh, been two really bands that I've like, I don't know, kind of just listened to a, a lot. Sure. Um, I love both those bands. Did you uh, did you hear the, the newer uh, Being as an Ocean song? Um, I, yeah, a couple of months ago or something like that. Yeah, it was a couple of months ago. It kind of was like, it's because they had that weird experimental phase with, uh, with proxy that, with, their, with, with proxy. Yeah. And then the new single kind of went back to more of like their more traditional sound, I guess. So. Ooh, okay. No, yeah, I, uh, I remember listening to it. Uh, I remember enjoying it, but I don't remember like a lot, like, I don't know. It's been a while since I listened to it. Sure. No problem. Yeah, I, was just, I was just curious. Yeah. But yeah, oh. it's a, it's, it's a good, uh, some good shit so okay so that's uh so jake what how about you what what do you what do you listen to to inspire you when it comes to to drums um so i listen to a lot of stuff i predominantly listen to metal and hardcore and then stuff in like the emo alt rock genre 
So some of like the drums I really enjoy, I guess, or drummers that I really enjoy watching in the metal genre would be the Acacia Strain, uh, Counterparts, and Stick to Your Guns drummers. Those drummers are all super solid, super cool. Um, and then as far as like our style of music, I try to find influence in bands that we don't normally associate ourselves with. Like um, I try to find influence to bring to the table, I guess, from like Minus the Bear and Me Without You um, in some of their heavier riffs. And their um, both bands use a lot of like syncopated drum and guitars. So when I get into kind of like my old school music taste, I call it like, you know, the stuff, that, you know, your roots, stuff you always go back to, uh, me without you, minus the bear for me, incubus, stuff like that. Okay. Um, that's, that's cool. So you, so you take a lot, you know, you, you try to bring something a little bit different than the, tra- the traditional, like I'm going to go listen to movements and citizen because, yeah. which, which of course those guys are, those guys kill it as well, but it's cool yeah. that you, you know, try to bring in something something fresh from from other genres a little bit. Yeah, so what I'll do is I'll be listening to that stuff and I'll hear like a really cool syncopated guitar part, or like a really cool like riff or something that is um, not necessarily in our genre or, but it's kind of like on brand with our style. Like some of the more like, uh, like an honest where the kick is really driving and everything's really driving and progressive. And what I'll do is I'll send take screenshots when I'm listening to it in my car and send it to Corgan and be like, yo, check this stuff out. Like, I think you can find some inspiration from these bands. So I, I try to take from stuff that I know Corgan doesn't listen to. Okay. That I listen to and then like bring it to the table and see if you can extrapolate anything from it or like, you know, alter the current influences he has and bring a little bit uh, different creativity. So he's not like stuck right sure. from the same so, stuff. So it's not as, as stale maybe. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's cool. That's cool. Um, I was listening to your guys's uh, EP today and I thought you'd be happy to know that, um, you know, I, I have it on Spotify and, uh, after it was done, it, it shoots into the, the radio based off of uh, what you're listening to. And, um, I was getting a bunch of uh, citizen and turnover and origami angel. So you guys, nice. are, you guys are on the right track. Solid. there. Oh, that's yeah. man. That's super cool. That's what we want. Like I just, I'm waiting for the day that people are listening to those bands that we look up to and, it is on shuffle and then when their albums and ours comes on yeah be like oh man who's this band this is cool and then like like and save it uh, to a playlist yeah for sure i just thought that was super cool cool that like instead of like because when i when i listen to a lot of local bands sometimes i'll and when i get to the radio part i'll get a lot of um other local bands which is which is cool like you know a lot smaller bands which which is great for exposure for them but i thought it was pretty cool that you know the, the radio for you guys was some of the, some of the bigger, bigger names in, in the scene per se. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Hopefully we're on so, their radio too. <laughs> yeah, that would be, that'd be fucking awesome. But, uh, so let's, let's get to the EP. You guys just put out, um, five song EP titled nothing feels right anymore. And, uh, the first thing I thought when I, when, when I heard this was, you know, the title seems like very appropriate for the current climate of, of the world. Was the was the pandemic and like the state of the world a major influence on on the title and maybe the themes of this EP? Yeah, um, it's like a culmination of just terrible things that have happened this year. Basically, the pandemic being one of them. But I just remember sitting, um, I was at my mom's house by just outside on the porch, and I just typed into my notes, "Nothing feels right anymore." It's just like a thought that I had, 
And then when we were doing this EP, I was looking through my old notes and that I, I noticed that and I was like, oh, that would be a perfect title because it kind of sums up the songs and it kind of sums up just the way everybody's been feeling this whole year. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, I guess that's, that's the best thing you can do is, you know, pull, pull influences from the negative things that are happening around in the world and in your life. And at least, you know, create some art out of it. I mean, so that's at least something positive out of negative. Yeah. And we try not, or I try not to be overly negative or like glorified negativity, but, um, I do, I do. like to express, <laughs> yeah, Sometimes it's hard. But I do like to express kind of those uh, more negative emotions through my art. For sure. For sure. Well, I mean, I'm sure that's a great way to to get it out there. And, you know, and I think a lot of people, you know, share share your same emotions. And I think that's why, you know, people connect with music is they're hearing someone express emotions that they themselves maybe feel, but they don't really know how to express. So yeah. I don't think, you know, inherently negative you know, music is necessarily a, is, is a bad thing. So. No, I don't either. Cause like I find a lot of bands that are, you know, more emotional, like sad. Um, I relate to them, but I don't think they're glorifying it, but I think you run the risk of like romanticizing being depressed because some of these cheesy sure. bands that are just kind of hopping on the trend, I think tend to do that, but uh, hopefully that's not how our music comes across. Well, I've uh, I've been listening to we'll say quote unquote emo music for my my entire life basically. So, and uh, I will say you guys you guys come off as as pretty damn genuine. So I don't think you really should awesome. have to worry about that too much. Oh, that's good. But uh, yeah, so you guys got uh, got five songs coming in about twenty minutes. Uh, do you guys you guys want to go through each song? Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Start with back and forth. The first track. Um. I definitely wanted to start with this one on the EP because I think it does hit so hard. Like it, it draws you in. Like, I don't think you're going to listen to this song and then not want to listen to the rest of the EP. Um, this one was really heavily inspired by like balance and composure in particular and some citizen and the other ones as well. But um, lyrically, I wrote, I took some notes here. Lyrically, I wrote it about just like riding out the waves of a, an up and down kind of relationship, even when maybe you should have abandoned ship, kind of using the boat as a metaphor, just kind of like the back and forth relationship or back and forth. Um, yeah. Relationship of a relationship. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. It's like the back and forth of, of, of a boat, you know, a float. Um, yeah. Which I had to ask, I, I'm assuming you did this. You guys did this intentionally. Um, I, I have to say, I love your, uh, I, I do graphic design as, as my, my main profession. So I had to say, I love your guys' art direction on this EP. Um, I just think that the, the cover art is, it's very simple, but it's, it's really clean. It looks nice. And um, I noticed that it's, you know, it has like the ocean theme going on. And I noticed you, you allude a lot to the ocean in, in your lyrics. Was that intentional when you, when you came up with, when you guys did the cover art? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Corey made it pretty clear that there was a lot of references of water in his lyrics and wanted us to kind of get together and uh, get some EP art together as a group. And uh, Brad Chancellor, the guy that sponsors us with like clothing and helps us a lot to promote our music and make connections for us, actually took that picture in San Diego. Oh, very cool. Very cool. 
I didn't know you guys. So you guys are partnered. I actually think I did see something about that. You guys, you guys partnered up with uh, what was uh, what, what's what's their name? Their company? It's uh, something creative, isn't it? Chancellor Creative. Chancellor Creative. Yeah, I, I saw that they were that they were kind of hyping you guys up, and did they they provide you guys with some clothes? I, I saw that like Will in the in the music video for, uh, for for too long. You were wearing something that was that designed by them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He sent That's... us some merch. Um, for Jake's wearing a hoodie in the music video as well. You can't really see it, but um, we hooked up with Brad probably almost a year ago now, and uh, yeah, he has that. Ago. Yeah, he has that um, company, and he wanted to endorse us. And then he also runs our merch. So if you buy any merch from us, it's redirected through his website as well. Okay, cool. That well, that's that's kind of a that's a fucking awesome connection to have in in, in the oh, business. Yeah. So that's super cool. Yeah, Brad's awesome, man. He's like our fifth member. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I will say, um, so that was back and forth. Um, I, I just wanted to say that uh, right away when I when I listened to this, I, you know, I've been listening to you guys for for a while. You know, starting with your your first thing you put out in 2019. But on this one, I noticed right away that um, who I don't know who did who did your production, but you, they they did a really good job on this, and I noticed it right away on like how big these songs sound i mean not that your other ones didn't but the this ep especially sounds super super nice yeah i've had a couple of people say that actually so that's really cool to hear but um it's the same guy that did our last two song ep thing his name oh, is aaron sure. isaacson he's uh he has a studio in illinois called sound in silence and uh we recorded it or yeah at my studio at my house and then we just sent it to him for all the mixes and stuff but he gotcha. killed it. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, the bass and, and, and the drums and everything, they come they're super well placed in the mix. Everything sounds great. But um yeah, that's uh that's back and forth. Let's uh do you wanna talk about uh, track two, too long? Yeah. Somebody else wanna take this one? Too long was sent to us as an idea that was quote unquote too poppy. Um, <laughs> and I said that's okay. It's a banger. It's a great song. And um, Too Long was kind of on the fence for a while. Like, it, was, it almost wasn't a thing because we weren't sure how to fit it in. Um, but we, we all sit down together and we, we all sat down together to arrange the tracks to kind of decide where it would go in the track listing. And we decided that it was going to be second. Um, and we got together and decided we were going to shoot a music video for it. Um, so we all sat down, kind of like brainstormed ideas for the music video. And then we reached out to Eddie for too long and we shot that music video with him. But yeah, I, guess, I mean, that's it. Like it was just Corgan had written a poppier song and wasn't too sure about it because he didn't want to come off too poppy but it's a great song it's catchy and we all decided that after coming in hard with the first track that the second track should be too long sure sure that's cool yeah um that's always i feel like that's always a concern for a lot of bands like especially in this kind of scene where you you want to write something that's catchy but you don't want to come off as too pop infused because that's when you know people can will get upset whether that be you know right or wrong that they feel that way that's just kind of like the fact with when you make this kind of music that you want to try to tread that line 
between uh too poppy and but you still want it to be catchy but i think you guys nailed it with this one um i it, it's it's a great song um you guys said that you you did the music video with eddie was his is it eddie Coran? yeah how was uh how was working with with eddie on the on the video oh he's well, awesome it was phenomenal yeah, I've always heard really I've I've heard I've heard his name a lot um and I've always heard heard good things. So it it, it turned out fantastic. I loved the um I love the art direction again that uh, I don't know if that was if that was you guys or him but you know with the bright colors and the flowers I, I think it was a great, you know, aesthetic for for the song. Um and I think actually someone on your YouTube already might have said this but I really loved the shots of the flowers on, on the, on the symbols in, in the music video. I thought that was, Oh yeah. At least said that. Yeah. yeah. That was a lot of fun. I think like we got together and we knew that Eddie was a guaranteed product. Um, so instead of doing it DIY, like we had done in the past with honest and wonder, um, you know, we decided to get our money together and cause we knew like, okay, if we put this money together, we're going to have a guaranteed product and it's absolutely worth it. We're, gaining more i mean we're gaining more traction like we need a really high quality video with a, a good name behind it i think we had a lot of fun we didn't know what to expect out of the product we just knew it'd be good and i think i could speak for everybody and say like we were just blown away and to touch on the like the art the visual like art direction um that was very intentional to have like the brighter colors and everything because like when we were talking about if the song was too poppy or not, Will had mentioned that like musically it sounds happy and poppy, but lyrically it's it's dark and kind of the same depressing lyrics that all of our songs have. So to have a video that kind of mirrored that where it's like a very bright kind of happy looking video, but then you have like the really dark imagery of the, the bloody heart and the knives and stuff like that. We really wanted to have sure. that dichotomy. Yeah, that yeah, I was I was thinking that same thing. It's it it worked really well with the contrast and um, to 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 touch on the the depressing thing that you just said, Corgan. Um, I, I have to say, I think this was a really good choice for you guys to do a video for this one. Um, and in it just in my opinion, I think that like it's very accessible. Um, yeah. and that's and it's in a very good that's a good thing. Um, it it is it's more on the poppier side, but in a in a great way, and it's more accessible. And I think your lyrics, um, especially you know the lyrics, just it's been too long, too long since I felt okay. I think that's just a thought that a lot of people, especially recently, ha- have had, and I think that's going to hit home with with a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a like a good intro to Midsummer. If you haven't heard of us, this will kind of get you in the door. And I, yeah, I think it'll be really relatable, especially you know, with everything going on in the world. That's why I think we ultimately wanted to use it, you know, whether or not it was poppy, because it's a good song. Like, I don't know. There's no such thing as too poppy if it's good. Right. Just just like Jacob said, it's it's a good song. So so fuck it. Let's let's do it. So I'm glad exactly. you guys did it. It's it's it turned out turned out great. And the music video was awesome. Eddie, Eddie did a great, great job. So yeah, um, track three, uh, more than I can take. Um, who who anyone want to take this one? I'll take it, I guess. This because this one's my favorite, I think. So um, this one was written. This one took me kind of the longest to write, but I with certain songs, I'll sit down and try to write it, um, you know, within a couple of days. Whereas this one, I just, it was just like a little idea that I had that 
every time I'd pick up the guitar, I would just mess around with it. Like it was very casual. Um, but this is my favorite one. Um, as far as like the vocals go, I think the harmonies and uh, the different layers there really shine and make it sound really cool. Um, and some of the coolest guitar riffs on the EP, I think too. I think Jake would agree with that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of funny. We, we, uh, Will was kind of surprised cause we had, uh, we were working with a buddy for some inspiration, our friend, Andrew, um, and we changed a lead or something and, uh, could have swore we had sent the final one to you, Will. I'm sorry if we didn't. Um, but I remember Will being like, whoa, that's super cool, man. Where did that lead come from? <laughs> and we're like, oh, uh, yeah, that's there now. <laughs> um, it kind of filled it. It just filled it out. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like the underlying riff of it was really cool. And then, yeah, I don't know. Corgan and our buddy Andrew were shooting ideas off each other. And then uh, Corgan had wrote this lead. And I was against it at first, kind of, because I really wanted to let it riff. And I remember being like, nah, nah, just keep it, just keep it. And then, I don't know, they polished it up and it was cool. More than takes good. I, I find myself singing more than I could take in the car, more than I do any other song. But I'd say the first track still one of my favorites. So the vocals get me. Okay. Yeah, it's funny that, uh, that that you guys said that and that Corgan that you said that is your personal favorite because I have written down for, for my notes here that um, this one's my personal favorite as well. Oh, nice. Um, I think it's it's such like a moody track and um, I, I really think that I, the reason I enjoy this one so much is that I think it's just like a great showcase for the band as a whole. Um, you know, it just... All the all the work is good, you know. I mean, not that yeah. it's all the other stuff isn't good, but just this one, you just you're getting you're getting the great bass work, you're getting the great drum work, and you know, Corgan, you you hit those you hit those higher notes in this one, which is cool. And um, yeah. I have to say, that I love the I love the bridge in this one with the, with the spoken word part. Yeah, um, it it really reminded me a lot of uh, hotel books. I don't know if you've ever listened to That's, them, but or yeah, vocals. they're like a huge inspiration on my spoken word vocals. So yeah, so that's that's what that's that's exactly who I thought of, and, and so that's that's super cool. That's funny. I got that's I got voted out against. I was against that at first, um, but Will really enjoyed it, um, and Corgan really enjoyed it, and we're very like uh, we all have a lot of say in how the final product is, and we vote on things, and yeah, I voted out on that. But uh, it grew on me, and now I like. I really enjoy it. The more that yeah. I listen to it, yeah. I mean, that's great that you guys do that. As you know, I mean, I I don't. I'm not in a band, so I don't know. But I mean, when you say that, you know, you all kind of have like you guys all come together and you kind of vote on stuff as as a collective unit. I think that's I think that's awesome because you're going to get more more than one person's opinion, which in the end is usually going to result in a better end product. Oh, 100 yeah. percent. That's why I made that comment about the lead because I was like, we felt so bad. I, I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure if Will heard the that product, but I remember him. We all met up, and I remember Will being like, "Whoa, that lead is new, but it's really cool." And I was just like, "Oh, oops. Like, <laughs> I feel bad because we vote on everything. You know what I mean? Like, we don't want to like keep anything out of a song or throw things in and be like, oh, you know, I'm doing this or that. Like, it's at the end of the day, it's everyone is in this band together." that's great to hear man that's uh, that's always you always like to hear that because you know at the end of the day like i said 
as a unit, it'll make you guys uh, that much better of a band. So that's cool. Uh, So uh, track four, I don't know what to say. So this was the first song that I wrote for the EP. And I actually wrote this in January of 2020. So like literally over a year ago. Um, And this one I wrote right after we released our last two singles, Honest and Wonder. So I was kind of trying to channel that same vibe, um, particularly our song Honest. Um, But this one, it took me probably like two months to kind of work out the structure of it. And then as soon as we we had this song ready to go, um, the world kind of ended. So everything got put on hold. And then it wasn't until like the summer or fall when we started talking about doing something again, where I was like, well, I've got this song and you know a couple other ideas. So we kind of polished them up and uh, released them. And then we got Nick Heath from American Bandit um, to do guest vocals on that. And I think it really took the track to the next level because it was, it was better than anything I would have been able to do for that spot. Yeah, same. Uh, I was actually going to do vocals on that spot like I had in the past with Honest. Um, but And I wanted to do something like I had mentioned earlier I take a lot of influence from Me Without You. So I was thinking of like this crazy Me Without You spoken word pattern. Um, and I just, I couldn't nail it. Like I couldn't come up with something I was comfortable with, but I had a set of lyrics. Um, and we were talking like, okay, let's just get somebody to fill in this spot. And I really enjoy American Bandit. Um, I think Nick takes a lot of, Sorry, Nick, I wish you were here to speak, but I think he takes a lot of influence from Under Oath, from what I've seen. And we're all, I mean, everyone's, I know, is a huge Under Oath fan. So I've always really yeah, liked same. that. <laughs> and I've always really liked his vocal style. And he he asked me, he said, well, you know, do you want me to write lyrics or do you have lyrics? And I said, it's up to you, man. I, ha- I have these lyrics that I wrote. Um, you can try them or you can write your own. So we, we gave him like full creative freedom on whatever pattern he wanted to do, whatever lyrics he wanted to do, as long as they, you know, fit. Um, but yeah, so technically I wrote the lyrics for Nick's part. Okay. That's super cool. That's um, awesome. Yeah. I was going to say, Nick, um, I, I am a fan of, uh, I'm a, ma- a fan of American bandit. They're, they're local up in, up in Milwaukee, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think his feature was, was awesome. I mean, I think, he really added like a huge influx of emotion to, to the song. Um, and you guys also did a, you also did a cool little lyric video for, for this one as well. Um, how, how did you guys, uh, how'd you guys work on that? Did you use the same, same company help you help you do that one or nah, shout out Fiverr. Yeah, <laughs> really? Okay. That's kind of an interesting story actually... with this. Um, we were going to shoot a, like a full band music video for this. Oh God! Well, okay, so, so we were gonna shoot a video. Um, Don't give away too much. Band in it. Yeah, I, I won't say too much. We we're gonna shoot a video, <laughs> and uh, it wasn't working out to say the least. And uh, so we we're like, "How do we salvage this?" So we looked on Fiverr. We got this guy to do um, a lyric video, and we were gonna kind of like combine the video aspect with the um, lyric video. But that wasn't working out, and so we kind of went a different direction. But um, so then we had this lyric video, and uh, luckily we had it because we ended up uh, needing some kind of visual for the first track that we released. So 
it was kind of just a, yeah, it was, a mess. It was kind of a mess. Yeah. Will actually, uh, Will, if you want to touch, you remember like suggesting that we get some animation. You want to touch on that idea at yeah, all? I had seen um, like movements had like just put out the video. Um, Don't give up ghost. your ghost. Yeah, that one. And I was like, yo, it'd be tight to have like an animated music video. And then we like kind of started, you know, talking about some ideas and stuff. And then I just, I don't remember if it was Corgan or Jacob, but we were just like, yeah, that's like hella expensive. So then we're like, yeah, just, uh, I think then we just kind of settled on doing the, the, uh, the, the lyric video. Yeah, man. That's exactly what I said. I was like, oh, as soon as the reality set in on the cost. I'm guessing I'm guessing the the animation to to hire someone to to do that professionally is not is not cheap. Uh it's in the thousands. I mean you could get like a scene that's like three seconds for maybe a couple hundred bucks. Holy shit. I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't even realize that. I mean, I know video, I don't, I don't work with video or animation, but I would imagine it's, it's quite the, quite the task. I don't think any of us knew what we were getting into. We just, we wanted to do an animated video, not the same at all. Like we didn't want to like cop their style and do like the band. We wanted to do like a story and like, that was a fun. And this was like the peak, the peak of uh, like quarantine and everything. So it was like, how can we do a music video without doing a normal music video right well a good thing you guys ended up doing the that other one i mean it, i mean it still it still turned out pretty good honestly so no yeah, it's a cool everything thing, yeah. everything kind of worked worked itself out for sure cool well that's a uh, track four uh last one get out of my head uh, someone want to take this one? Oh, this one's yeah. probably my favorite on the ep okay well um, yeah go, go for it i don't know like i i love the how like through like the verse and everything uh it's kind of just there's that lead and then it's kind of it's kind of heavier on the bass and drum for most of that and then i just love how the the chorus punches in with um the guitar and everything yeah sure yeah this one this one definitely feels like the grittiest and angriest song i will say on on the on the ep at least to me yeah, it's definitely, I thought it was like the most aggressive song, but then I said that to everybody else and they kind of didn't agree. So I don't know, but <laughs> to me, it was, to me it was like the most maybe post-hardcore influenced out of any of them. Um, kind of that old school emo, hardcore vibe to it. And the vocals are like the most aggressive vocals I've ever done. It's like half screaming, half singing and the choruses. I feel like, yeah. yeah. Kind of I think the content of your lyrics in this song too are like the most aggressive. Yeah, I think. I mean, you guys, you have you have that you have the line. What the fuck have <laughs> yeah. I become? And I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty angry. Um, but it, it worked. So how was how was doing the vocals like the more aggressive vocals for you? Is that is that something that you've that you've done before or? Um, not not really. Something that I try to do but I'm not very good at it. And I end up hurting myself usually for this. Like, I don't know if I could replicate this exact vocal performance again without like damaging my throat, but um, it was kind of just spur of the moment. I was demoing this song and I kind of heard the melody and it was higher in my range. So I kind of had to 
to push for it, push to reach it, and it ended up really distorting and, and getting pretty aggressive. Um, and I think all the vocals were just kind of impromptu, like on the spot, especially during that kind of like spoken word, like what the fuck have I become thing. That was just kind of just popped into my head as I was doing it, basically. And we ended up uh, keeping all the vocal takes from the demo and just using that on the final recording. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, it turned out it turned out super raw and, and super super awesome. Um, I also noticed I noticed yeah I know you guys just did a thing on your Instagram where you were asking people what their what their favorite song was <laughs> and, their song. and I saw yeah. I saw a lot of people putting "Get Out of My Head" at, at least from when I was you know yeah through it real Surprise quick. Surprise is small, yeah. right? Like, um, so. We, we uh, work with Brad a lot, too, um, and we sent him all the demos before the EP, and he that was his least favorite song, and he kind of wanted us to replace it with something else, um, but we all really liked it. Um, I didn't think it was going to be that pop, like the most popular, but I did think it was a good song, um, but to see everyone say that it's like one of their favorites was pretty surprising. Yeah, and we I remember we all sat down and we were comparing whether to release Get On My Head or I Don't Want to Say, and I think we all agreed at the time, which is weird. And looking back now, I think it it might be better despite Nick's part. Um, we do agree to release I Don't Know What to Say. Like, that was kind of the direction we were going in. Um, I can't imagine what it would have been like releasing uh, Get On My Head first. I mean, again, no disrespect to Nick. Um, it was just kind of we were throwing those two up. Like those were the two that we were kind of like had finalized out of the EP. We were going to start releasing stuff. Yeah. We had the masters back of yeah, those before any other surprised. Okay. Gotcha. It's interesting. It's interesting. That's, I guess that's just music though for you. I mean, you never know like what potential fans are going to connect with. Sometimes people latch on to songs that weren't the singles or, or maybe like kind of, not an afterthought, but like you said, you, you kind of you you thought this was wasn't going to one be as popular, and then it ends up being one of the most popular. And that's just yeah. that's just music, I guess, for you. Mom always said, "Life is like a box of chocolates; you never know what you're going to get." <laughs> Forrest Gump with uh, words of wisdom. Forrest Gump dash Michael Scott. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I just have to say. uh, I was super impressed with, with this EP, guys. Um, I truly feel like it's your best release uh, this far. Uh, the production and songwriting, excellent. Uh, you combined that with a solid art direction, and uh, you guys killing it on retrospect or on respective instruments. And you got yourself a great, great EP. Thank you. So yeah, congrats, congrats on the release. Very proud of it. I think it's the best songwriting, the best songwriting that I've ever done. Um, and yeah, I'm really proud of it. Yeah. So, uh, if any anyone listening to this, go go check go check these guys out. Midsummer. Um, go check the EP out. Um, it's Midsummer with nothing feels right anymore. Do you guys uh do you guys like putting people towards your towards your band camp or where do you like people to go for for that kind of send stuff? them to whatever? We just threw it up on Bandcamp, but they can go to our website midsummerband.com and find all the yeah links. midsummerband.com okay. has cool. our um, links to all our social media, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, links to our music videos. And then we are going to have merch up hopefully in the next week or two, and that'll be on the website as well. Cool. And follow us on Twitter. We're trying to pop off on Twitter. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll uh, 
I'll see if I can get you guys a little bit of a boost. I don't have the most followers, but we'll we'll try to we'll try to get you a couple more. And whenever you drop merch, <laughs> oh, yeah. whenever you drop merch, let me know and I'll I'll retweet you for or sure. whatever. So thank I just want to say thanks guys for for stopping by. It was super cool to to hear like the inner workings of you know how much work goes into you know people might think oh it's only five songs that's you know most albums are, are 10 you know it i don't think a lot of people realize how much work goes into you know just a single song so it was really cool to get the background on the songs and you know kind of the creation process from right right direct from you yeah. so yeah when again. i not to i know you're wrapping up but um when i demo a song i will listen to it on repeat for weeks or months on end and like fine tune it and stress myself out more than I need to. But one song will be, you know, months of stress and, and work. So yeah, like you said, it people might not realize how much work goes into, you know, a song or five songs, but it is a process. If you, if you care about it, I mean, I could just write something and throw it up. Yeah. You could just throw yeah. it out there. Yeah. Well, that's what Will and I are here for, to be like, okay, this is cool. This is not so cool. Let's do this. Fine-tune it as a, as, a, as a full yeah, unit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, uh, I'm gonna, I'll, uh, I think I'm going to end it there, but uh, thanks again, guys. Yeah, thanks for yeah, having Thank us. you. And, uh, yeah, no problem. And uh, like I said, go check out Midsummer. New EP out. Nothing feels right anymore. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, man.